How about that cigar? How about that cigar? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Drew Estate Cigar Studios for episode 177 of How About That Cigar Live. Thank you thank, uh, thank you so much for watching us <laughs> live on Facebook, live on YouTube. And for those of you listening after the fact on the audio podcast, thank you so much for listening. When you drive down the road, when you work out, whatever it is you do, when you listen to your favorite audio podcast, thanks for making How About That Cigar a part of it. Please take just a minute and subscribe to the audio podcast and like and follow and subscribe and all that good stuff on Facebook and YouTube as well. And here in the Drew Estate Cigar Studios, let's remind you about Drew Estate joined by James Hetfield of Metallica and Rob Dietrich of Blackened American Whiskey just unveiled the all new Blackened Cigars M81 by Drew Estate, an exploration into the deepest, darkest and heaviest depths of the mystical Maduro leaf. Blackened Cigars M81 by Drew Estate presents a journey through different Maduro leaves, starting with a thick and oily San Andreas Maduro wrapper, followed by a thick and meaty Connecticut River Valley broadleaf Maduro binder, and finally, a blend of Nicaraguan and Pennsylvanian broadleaf Maduro tobaccos. Blackened Cigars M81 by Drew Estate will be presented in beautiful copper-accented 20-count boxes and debut in a 5x50 Robusto, 6x52 Toro, 7x50 Corona Doble, and a 5x43 Corona. For more information, please visit DrewEstate.com. So, back in Minnesota, it's 30. Two degrees, two-ish. Yeah, it's maybe lovely here. And, maybe yeah, it's it's yeah. just windy and gross outside. Uh, Garrett, where are you coming live at us from this evening? I am in a uh, balmy Delaware, Ohio, which is just north of Columbus, at Casa Aficionado, a great lounge here that um, I've had the pleasure of. Um, <laughs> I've got Raul in the background doing yeah. some very inappropriate things right now. Shout out to our friend Raul, a, Raul. a, a huge friend of the show. Huge. Great and mustache huge. game. Huge. <laughs> so, um, so what is it? 50 degrees there, which is really oh. cold, but, but compared to here, it's fantastic. 39. Oh, 39. Ooh, okay. Okay. Well, a little better than here. So we're feeling um, so uh your team did pretty, pretty, pretty good yesterday. Talk about your uh your team's victory. So the Minnesota Vikings uh they had kind of a, a slow burn happened, uh did not open up the game like I wanted them to. Um, but they eventually turned the tides of the game. Um, Miami had, uh, you know, their young quarterback got injured. I think that played in our favor. Teddy Bridgewater did not do very well for Miami, um, which just goes to show when you don't have your, you know, your general on the field, um, things can fall apart. So, yeah, but you know they played a they played a pretty decent game. I still don't think they're as good as their record shows, but you know they're winning games. So yeah, um, 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. My, my team, on the other hand, uh, is just terrible. The Packers are. Sorry. I, I think I think it's possible that we have seen the end of the nearly 30 year run of uh, really pretty solid Packers teams, top tier Packers teams, you know, cause when, when Brett Favre took over, you know, there was, he, he played forever and then Aaron Rodgers took over for him and he's been playing now for what? 13 years. As a starter, I'm saying. Uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I did no, the math. no, it's, no, it's no, it's uh, 17 years. Okay. So, 05 is when he joined the team, and then he took over as starter in 08. Eight. Yeah. Okay, so not not quite that, but still, he's been, and he's he's just not playing the way he used to. He's he's not. He's not playing as well as he used to. Uh, losing to Jesse and his near. Yeah, Skip, you are you are not wrong. Way Skip. to rub it in there, bud. Yeah, thank you for that. <laughs> but honestly, it's not just Rodgers. the 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 offensive line is a mess. Uh, the defense was supposed to be phenomenal, and they're just giving up. They're giving up plays to. Welcome to the rebuilding. Thank you. Yes, <laughs> yes. Now let me ask you this. Yeah. Are you willing to concede to Coop's point? Oh, of course not, because it's not a good point. Okay. Now, I will say this. I have been unhappy with a lot of the decisions that Matt LaFleur has made in the last few games. I think he's been very one-dimensional in his play calling. I don't think he's been making very good adjustments at all. But, you know, Coop's position is that Matt LaFleur is, at, and I'm using Coop's words, inept and that's just not accurate it's just not accurate I've, I've I'm not always happy with every decision LaFleur has made uh, especially in the last three or four games uh, but to call him inept is it's you know regardless of my opinion about it it's it's not about my opinion it's just it's not an accurate statement that Matt LaFleur is inept um, he's got a lot of work to do along with every other person in the in the organization um but speaking of Coop, his Phillies are making a pretty improbable run in the Major League Baseball playoffs right now. Yeah, they really I mean, are. They, they, they made their way up to the, the championship series, which is – I didn't expect that. Uh, I think Cleveland and New York are – it's winner take all go, going to the next level tonight uh, between Cleveland uh, – India or sorry, Cleveland – what are they even called now? Um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, 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 that sounds great. And and the New York Yankees. Um, last game of the series. Um, and then as we speak, the Wild are playing. Uh, our the friend Avalanche. Gojo's uh, Colorado Avalanche. Last I checked, three two um, Avalanche. Three two Avalanche. Um, the Wild have been a mess these first few games. Um, and. Uh, I see so many people blaming the goalies and it's not all on the goalies. There's a, there's a lot of other people that are supposed to be playing defense for the wild to keep the puck out of our zone. And they're just not doing it. 
they're not doing it. So all you can't put all that on the goalies. Well, um, maybe, but maybe instead of coming out of the gate hot like we usually do, there okay. you go. I like it. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. That and that's I'm I'm kind of okay with that because I think the Wild. I I don't quote me on this, but I think the Wild won like their like eight out of their first nine games or something last year yep. and got off to a really hot start and yep. then they fell apart. So I'm, I'm fine letting them, you know, figure things out early in the season and then just turning up the gas and yeah. And Coop's giants too. Skip. That's a good point. The New York, New York football giants. I didn't nope. I, I can't think of anybody who would have expected them to be in this position nope. after what, six games. So it's improbable and, you know, nice to see, honestly. I, I, I agree with Coop that I like their team. I like the coach. But, you know, it's a, it's a long season. We'll see what happens. Um, well, but I, I'm so glad to see Rebecca in the comments because I can't wait to tell one of my favorite stories from this last year's PCA. Oh no! Is this? Uh-oh. Oh god! Oh brother! <laughs> I know this story too. I know. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for this. Uh, and speaking of that, let's uh, let's jump right into our main event of the evening and get our special guests on the show. And as you guys know, on How About That Cigar Live, special guests are brought to us by our friends at Corona Cigar Company. Corona Cigar Company and CoronaCigar.com, the Internet's largest and easiest to use virtual cigar store. Corona Cigar Company offers the finest handmade cigars, humidors, and cigar accessories at the absolute lowest possible price. You'll also find unique and limited cigars made with Florida sun-grown tobacco. As a proud American, president and founder of Corona Cigar Company, Jeff Borshowitz knew it was possible to bring cigar tobacco farming back to Florida. At Corona Cigar Company, you'll find the best selection anywhere in the world of cigars containing this special Florida sun-grown tobacco. If you live in Florida or are just visiting, be sure to visit any of the great Corona Cigar locations in downtown Orlando, Sand Lake, Tampa, Lake Mary, and a new location coming soon to Sarasota. To learn more, visit coronacigar.com and floridasungrown.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, if you would please put your hands together and welcome to episode 177 of How About That Cigar Live from Luciano Cigars, Mr. Luciano Morales. Welcome back to the show. Hello, guys. Good to see you all. Uh, is that fresh ink? This is uh, not so fresh. This was actually done in Germany uh, about three weeks ago. It's uh, Maria oh, Lucia. Uh, that is, that is exactly beautiful. the artwork. Wow. That's really nice work. That, that is beautiful. gorgeous work. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, got that done in Germany. Yeah, got that done in Germany by this, uh, this amazing uh, artist. He's one of the best uh, German tattoos there. Uh, Sally, our our distributor in Germany, surprised me with this gift. He said, "You got to do this artwork in uh, in your arm." He's very much into tattoo, and uh, he just hooked me up with this with this amazing artist. You know, it's really hard to kind of get an appointment with her. But, uh, it surprised me with that. Nice. So, and we, wow. we hear 
we hear our lovely assistant in the background. So you're you're actually at LAX Airport right now. Is that correct? I am. I'm at the American Express Centurion Lounge uh, at the LAX Airport. <laughs> nice. Uh, so so sadly, because you're in the airport, you can't be smoking along with us this evening. But um, uh, yeah, unfortunately, I, I know you're enjoying a lovely beverage. So uh, care to care to share what you're drinking along with us? Yeah, I'm drinking uh, beer, which is the one uh, they give you here. So I have no fucking <laughs> idea what I'm drinking. <laughs> it's the one they but give it, you. I it, like that. Uh, it tastes good and uh, is refreshing. And that's my second one. So I'm enjoying it. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> Very nice. Well, um, this is, I think... I, I want to say as far as the big Monday night show, I think this is your third appearance on the show and um, always excited to talk yeah. to you. And, um, you know, we talked to you last time at the, uh, at the PCA trade show and um, you, there's some really exciting things, you know, products and stuff that are, that are already hitting uh, store shelves and things like that. And we definitely want to, um, you know, touch on that, but, you know, uh, actually, before we jump in, I gotta get, I gotta get my next uh, cigar lit. So I think we're gonna do that with the uh, the Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust Toast Cam. So let's get that fired up. There you go. Lighting the cigar is important to pay attention to close attention to detail, focused on the tobacco, in the same way that Steve Stocker brings those same qualities to the ultra premium cigars of Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust. Patience, close attention, and focus on the tobacco are the qualities that Sock and Dunbarton tobacco have become known for. From Sober Mesa to Umbagog, Dunbarton has a blend that will fit your palate, your mood, and any occasion. Visit DunbartonCigars.com to learn more. I love that. There we go. <laughs> and that's, I'm firing up the, the Mas Igneous. Right now, that's fantastic. Yeah. I have the uh, Fiat Lux. Really, see, he knows he knows how to pronounce the Latin. Did it's I say Lux. it right? Lux. Yeah. yeah, he did it. He did it right. All right, we're off to a good yeah, start. Did you say? <laughs> and Garrett, I, I yeah, am here. What are you? Oh, the, the Luciano. Luciano? Luciano? <laughs> I don't think that's quite right, but no. Is that the Lancero? It Yeah, yeah. That's not this is the Lancero or this is the yeah. Is it Lancero? Okay. Good. <laughs> Thank you for the assistance there, Rob. Uh, see? <laughs> Um, uh, all right. So, um, there's some, there's some developments. There's a lot of stuff going on right now. And, you know, we, you're kidding. We strive on, on how about that cigar? You know, we focus on the industry, on the people, on the relationships. And we focus, you know, also we focus on the cigars and the tobacco and the, and the stories and, and all that stuff that, you know, go into it because we want consumers to, you know, know uh, what they're smoking and the stories behind it. 
Um, but, you know, sometimes, you know, if you live in the world, you know, sometimes things happen that, um, you know, don't necessarily, um, you know, sometimes things happen that can be, I don't know, we'll call them, I don't know, for I'll, I'll use my own word, maybe distractions and, and problems come up in the world. It happens, you know, we're all human. Um, and, you know, there's been a lot of stuff going on lately. Um, that that you've been um, sort of, I don't know, embroiled in, uh, for lack of a better term. And um, I want to give you a chance to, you know, discuss some of those things. Um, and before uh, before we do that, um, this is something new for us, and we're we're going to be doing this going forward, just to make sure that everything is is uh, safe and protected and all that stuff for us here, you know, at our company, HBT Media. Uh, so go ahead and pop that up, Justin. Um, any comments, opinions, viewpoints, or statements presented or uttered by guests on the HBTC podcast, HBTC live video streams, and all other media from HBT Media LLC are solely those of the individual and do not necessarily represent the opinions or viewpoints of How About That Cigar or its parent company, HBT Media LLC, any of our advertising partners, or the premium cigar industry as a whole. How About That Cigar, its parent company, HBT Media LLC, and our advertising partners are not responsible for the content of statements made by any guest of or contributor to the HBTC podcast, HBTC live video streams, and all other media made public by HBT Media LLC. The primary purpose of How About That Cigar is to entertain and to encourage activity and growth within the community of people who enjoy or want to learn about the enjoyment of premium cigars. Thank God we have that out of the way. I'm so sorry for that, guys. But <laughs> do what you do. Um, so, Luciano, there there have been some things going on lately with uh, uh, some uh, disagreements uh, with some, you know, uh, you know, former business partners and some, you know, things like that. So, um, you know, in a nutshell, just give us your position as far as and and we don't want to necessarily go back through all of it but you know what what is what is happening right now with because the name change you know, instead of ace prime it's now called luciano cigars um but you know what is what is going on right now with luciano cigars and um what you guys are you know hoping to convey to your consumers and your retail partners well, first of all, guys, I think the the disclosure you put uh, before the show, I think, is extremely important. I think uh, everybody should do it. All the all the media, all the shows. Um, I think uh, it's kind of obvious. You know, you guys know you are you are always protected by several uh, you know laws that protect the media, protect the the freedom of of opinion, and. Uh, uh, it's so it's so fucked up, you know. It, it's the same thing as someone uh, coming to my house and saying, you know, whatever they want, and then someone comes later and say, "Oh, now you're responsible because you got, you know, you let him get into your house," you know. So it's uh, it's silly but necessary, unfortunately. What it said, it's the reason why you're doing, it, which we you and I know. Now, 
where we stand, man, I think disagreements, they, uh, they happen, you know, they happen in, in any industry. Uh, and disagreements, does, they don't necessarily have to uh, lead us to, uh, to fight or to, uh, to extreme measures or, you know, we, we, I believe that in any business, there's always the, the chance for, uh, there's always the chance to, for people to get along and for people to at least uh, be respectful to each other. Uh, what I'm missing uh, in this process and that we, uh, we tried in, in every possible instance, it's really to, uh, to elevate the conversation and, and, and keep the, keep, keep that level, you know, the level and the, the good, uh, the goodwill and the good intention. Um, we, we have our, our conscious clean that we never put out any, press release, uh, even about factual things. We just decided not to do it. We, we wanted to really work, uh, work it out, our, our things. Like people say, you know, wash the laundry, uh, you know, where it should be washed and should be, uh, you know, the, the place to, to discuss things. Uh, but then we're forced to put statements and forced to, uh, to reply to certain things that is just uh, not pleasant, you know, it's just, uh, it's just sad. Um, and again, I told you guys offline this, but I'll, I'll say this, the, the reason why we are in this business, the reason I am in this business, it's not because of my selfish passion for the business. Uh, it does give me pleasure. Uh, it does give me uh, a lot of rewardings, uh, good feelings about it. Uh, but it's mainly it's mainly because of the people, and I like to call it my people, the people that are involved in our business, uh, people from Nicaragua, people now here, uh, my family, and everybody that actually is extremely excited about has always been for what we do. Uh, but also the people that are dependable in what we do. You know, we have families, we have uh, co workers, uh, we have a culture established in, in Nicaragua. Which we wanted to to uh, to give continuance, uh, and the the only thing that really saddens me, it's when I see our message being uh, diluted and being just uh, not uh, being attacked. You know, like the the fact that uh, my life is to blend and create cigars. And then when I see people uh, attacking that very thing that's the core of, of uh, what I do, it is, of course, a little discouraging. It is a little upsetting. Uh, but as, as, as Skip said the other day, he said, you know, you got to make sure you, uh, you put out the best products, you keep doing what you're doing. And uh, I actually, Skip, I took the, the, those words very seriously. I... Uh, I am, uh, we are, we want to, con to continue to deliver what we've been delivering so far. So just to, just for the sake of clarifying things, because there's a lot of misconstructed things put it out there, a lot of, a lot of disguising messages. Uh, we have, I, I have the pleasure of being the blender for this company uh, for many years. And, and that's what I do. And that's what I enjoy doing. 
have other responsibilities as well, but that's probably the one that gives the most most pleasure, and and nobody can take that away from me. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's true. You, you know, you, um, you put in the work, and um, you know, there's there's attention to detail, and there's there's uh, there's a there's a real you know it goes beyond one of the things that I've learned about you as I've come to know you, one of the things that goes into who you are is it goes beyond just the tobacco and the cigars. There's, there's philanthropy. There's, there's, there's uh, care for the people who work in the fields and the people who work in the factories and the people who work, um, you know, in the barns and all that. And it does, it does go beyond just the, the cigars and the blends and the sales and, and all that stuff for you. Absolutely. I think uh, I, I dislike the word philanthropy. I think if, uh, if everybody uh, do their part holistically, there's no need for philanthropy. You know, there's no need for, for help. Uh, and and that's, a, that's the culture I was talking about, you know. And I can say this for many friends, you know, you go to uh, go to a, a, I don't know, a Placencia employee and ask them, uh, you know, how they how they feel about how they they're treated and how they, you know, if they're happy with, the, with their jobs. I can assure you that they're all going to say they are, you know, the same thing with Skip. And I can assure you that you know, in our factory is the same thing. Uh, try to we treat people with dignity and. Uh, and that's the right thing to do. Yeah. I, I love this comment from our viewer. That head Ooh. is, Constantino says, that head is so smooth and sexy. <laughs> can, I, can I touch it? I want to touch it. <laughs> Thank you, Costa. Appreciate that's, it, brother. That's cool. That's uh, hilarious. <laughs> so there was, uh, and this, this is totally, you know, at your discretion. I know that um, a few days ago you had... Um, you had a, a gathering for some press people where you you explained a few things. Uh, is there anything in particular that you addressed at that press event that you wanted to discuss um, right now? Or did you get all that covered at, at the press event? Yeah, I, 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 again, I think the, the intention of that press event uh, was just to address yeah, things that are being yet. said by uh, by our uh, ex partners, by some of the, the employees, including uh, you know a couple of weeks ago in this very show. Uh, and one of the things that I said, and I would like to repeat again, is that most of the most of the guys who are voicing or they're representing that company right now, they don't have the entire. They don't have the story. They have only what they've been told. And I can understand and I can empathize with the fact that they've been fed, you know, things that are not real. They're not true or sometimes are uh, incomplete truths, you know. Uh, you know, there's a lot of gaslighting and things that is just not, not they're not real. And I feel sorry for that uh, because, uh, you know, it's just a disservice. So we all we addressed, so you know, uh, in our last uh press conference, which uh, Garrett was present, uh, is we just uh, addressed specific uh, things that were said and that were uh, written 
in, in press uh, press releases and also gossips that were being said in cigar lounges to uh, clients of ours. Um, we just made sure uh, to present, uh, you know, documents and evidence uh, of the false uh, statements that were put out. And we just presented, you know, uh, facts and which again, it's not worth it, you know, to, to bring it up into this amazing show where we should be discussing the future. We should be discussing the beauty of our, of our, of our world, of our cigar industry, uh, of the, the new, uh, the new phase of Luciano cigars and what we're doing out there. Uh, but yeah, you know, that I, I'm not gonna not address the, the elephant in the room, you know, I will say, and I told you just before in many shows, I'm not going to run from questions. Um, and uh, what, what I can promise is I would always uh, respond to those questions. Uh, I will either respond, you know, with with truth, or, or I might deny to respond and say, listen, you know, this is not good for uh, our uh, legal strategy, or I was uh, advised not to say something. But Again, so far, to be honest, uh, <laughs> I uh, I haven't found actually a question that I cannot respond. I have honestly, I mean, there's nothing that that was asked so far that I don't I could not respond. Okay, you know, yeah. So <clears throat> I think. The, you know, elephant out of the room um, type situation, I think more than anything, consumers, uh, retailers want to see this whole situation just kind <clears> of <throat> be handled behind closed doors like it should be and be able to move on. And like Skip um, advised you, um, just <clears throat> focus on making good cigars and and moving on that being said um my question to you is um what can you tell us about the the current state of luciano cigars from factory distribution and inventory that gives and retailers an expectation of what they can see in the coming months And uh, I, uh, what I can tell you, Garrett, is that we have uh, this amazing team working their ass off every day to create the best customer experience for um, our clients and our new clients and our existing and the ones that will become our clients very soon. Uh, there is a, the, regardless of what's going on, sometimes we forget that we live in this um, this weird bubble, which is the, the you know, this whole, the, the cigar conversation that we have. It's very cool. It gives that sense of, of fellowship. We have this amazing opportunity to develop friendships. And, and but sometimes we forget that the world is, uh, it's a little bigger. You know, um, if we can estimate our consumers in, in, I mean, our retailers in a little over a thousand, uh, if you multiply that for the consumers, it's exponentially bigger. And they have no clue of all these conversations we are having. And sometimes I think your show is one of the biggest audience of consumers 
more than just people from the industry. The other shows are more industry focused. Uh, that's why I get excited to be in your show too. Uh, at the end of the day, what we want is to offer, you know, the best experience for our uh, retailers and for our consumers. And that's what we've been working on. Uh, if you ask what's the state of our of our company right now, is like the of extreme excitement. Yesterday, as I told you before, we had hours and hours of meetings, uh, meetings with our new uh, director of sales, who's doing an amazing job uh, mapping out, uh, create creating together with our uh, COO and CFO this amazing experience for our clients. Um, where they'll always be able to, uh, I don't want to actually give too much because there'll be a press release about this in the future, but we're creating a, a very innovative platform that uh, will we'll, we'll surprise um, our clients, will surprise our retailers, as well as our, our uh, consumers that will benefit directly from that. Um, when it comes to new projects, new things, there's a lot going on. If we, we'll be present at TPE, we'll pre be present at PCA, uh, we have, you know, a lot of product development uh, in place right now. Uh, amazing people working uh, and and really focusing on uh, our next year. Uh, we're trying to prepare uh, our distribution to give a, a continuation to the service, the, the distribution that have been provided. Uh, we are working on inventory. We are producing cigars. We are producing uh, content. Uh, there's a there's a whole machine working, you know, that uh, that sometimes I don't even uh, know all the details because uh, fortunately we have this tremendous team uh, that's being led by you know great people. Yeah, and that that makes all the difference is to have a good team of people around you, and. Um... You know, uh, uh, can you know have a have not only a good team of people around you, but have somebody, you know, offering up, uh, you know, good leadership. There's a lot of people in the comments, you know, giving you, um, you know, just just like what's on screen right now. There's you have a lot of support, and um, yeah, that's uh, again, you know what? That's that for me. That's what matters. You know, that's that's what really matters is, is exactly in the people, you know. Uh, yeah, here's my daughter now. So, so she's biased. She's <laughs> well, and there's, biased. and there's one of the things about, you know, all this stuff that's going on right now, this this situation in particular, is it's possible for, you know, for us as as how about that cigar and other people who have their cigar media companies and all the consumers out there in the world, all the retailers out there in the world, it's possible for all of us to maintain good relationships with you and your team and the people at crown heads and their team at the same time even though there's struggles going on uh and disagreements going on between you know the you know in in the background that we and and like you said we don't we don't know all the specific ins and outs of everything that's going on between um the two companies 
But we do know that all of us as media, all of us as consumers and retailers can maintain those relationships, those friendships, and those, uh, um, you know, the, 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 the affinity for the products without, um, you know, with, with both parties without, you know, any worry. And I, I, I assume you would agree with that. Of course, uh, burn cigars, not bridges, right? Amen. So I, 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 I'm a firm believer of that. Uh, that that's why I, I am still hopeful that, that things can change. I wish one day uh, we could all sit down and, 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 and work things out. Uh, now, there is one thing that's that that I mean that that cannot be that cannot be forgotten, guys. Is that I created, and I repeat this again, it's slowly. I created uh, most of the Crownheads products in the past two three years. All the products that are out there, uh, you know, above. Uh, Osner family cigars and crown heads. They are creations that some of them were in my in my database for years, years. So, and I created with those products we love, and I always served uh, these guys and all our private clients and and other people that we've been developing relationships with with much love, uh, with no, even with, I can tell you this, uh, a practice in our factory, and you can ask this, uh, to anyone who, who comes to our factory on a regular basis, we have a lot of people that live in Esteli uh, that you can ask that question, that knows the industry and knows who we are. They will tell you that uh, I would get, you know, blends that, we developed and we would just kind of present this for our private clients and let them pick what they want. And then after they pick what they want, I would go and eventually uh, do my pick or, 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 or develop our products. We always put others first and especially, uh, especially crown heads. They've always been put first. Uh, when when it comes to product development. And I'll say this, and I said probably two times, I'm going to repeat once again. There is no uh, participation of Eraggio Pichardo in any of the blends that were created to Crown Heads nor Ace Prime. I can say it again if you want. No, I, I, I think you've, you've said that and, and, you know, um, um, and I know you've said it in other places as well. And, um, the, so yeah, I'm not sure where, where to go from here. Um, (laughs) one of the, one of the things that, that we would like to, uh, touch on a little bit that we talked about before we went live is uh, kind of going back to what we learned about at the PCA trade show is getting a little bit uh, sort of a revisit and a reminder about the new products 
that that uh, Luciano cigars has that are already hitting store shelves now in some cases and in other cases will be will be hopefully soon. Uh, so, um, you know, starting with, you know, the the uh, the cigar that you've got the fresh ink for and and the one that I'm smoking right now, you know, the the Mas Ignius. So um, start with uh, the Maria Lucia and 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 um, I, I know the story. I, I it's one of those stories I just can't hear enough because it's such a um, you know, it, it's family oriented, which is important to me. So talk about uh, talk about that cigar. Yeah, I think uh, the 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 story of the cigar Maria Lucia. It's a recent story. Uh, the idea of producing the cigar uh, with that name, uh, it's something that we developed uh, about. I've always wanted to do because of the story, the the you know the the story that I'll I'll uh, tell again. Uh, and that story is, uh, it's not just family, but it's also uh, something that's connected to uh, my life, our, our, our faith, our spiritual experience, myself, my wife, my family. Uh, we went to some very hard times uh, when my, dad, my daughter, Deborah, my eldest, was just 14 years old, right? So there was a lot of... Uh, uh, Kind of family uh, traumatic experience that uh, that she went through, and she was having a lot of uh, uh, nightmares, dreams, and and she was struggling a lot. And one morning she wakes up, and she comes to her bed at some other nights, and she says, "Oh, I have this dream, and I saw this woman, and I could not help her, and she died." I said, "Wow, that's a very kind of sad story." But are you okay? So we hug her. She stay. She comes in our bed. Uh, but that dream was definitely something impactful because uh, that same morning she started drawing and she draw uh, an outline of this woman and there was this beautiful flower arrangements. There was this uh, beautiful things that she was, uh, you know, that she made that, that uh, she made it very special. And maybe the best way for me to show it's, it's here. It's this tattoo. See if I can show a little bit of the, the front of the tattoo. So she drew this. She was only 14 years old. She's now 24. Hmm. Uh, when she drew this, she said that that woman looked exactly like the woman on her dream. Right? Uh, now, fast forward four years. It's important for you to know that my mom passed when I was only 12 years old. Uh, even even before our relationship was a little bit distant, I knew, I remember my mom because of uh, this weirdness of the synesthesia, more like of the texture of her skin, the depth of the, her voice, uh, her smell, um, and her personality for me is remembered by my senses. But... When I was 12, she passed, and I had absolutely no pictures, and the girls haven't seen any picture of my mom whatsoever. Now Deborah is 18. Uh, we receive a box with letters that she have uh, written to my grandmother that she has written to me. And on top of that box, there was a picture of my mom 
and I, actually we could only see the back of the picture and that picture said Maria Lu Lucia 18 years old so that picture was taken when she turned 18 maybe that part of the story you guys didn't know so when we flipped the photo Deborah who was turning 18 that day she looked at it and she says that's the woman of my dream and we I, to be honest we didn't remember much uh the drawing so we have to kind of search for and and find because it's been like four years so when we find the drawing and we put next to the the photo it was like mind-blowing like the details the chin the eyebrows the everything you know it was it was very 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 similar if not identical to the picture of my mom so that was a supernatural experience and i always kept that uh in the back of my mind you know uh one day i want to do something just to honor her because her story uh, is a very interesting story, too, a story of someone who was extremely intelligent, extremely talented, but went through a lot of uh, a lot of hardships and, and a lot of suffering. And I, I wanted a way to tell her story. And I truly tried, because my remembrance of my mom was through my senses, I tried to create a taste profile that would represent her personality. And that's when, uh, you know, basically... She was 18, uh, we're talking about four years, uh, you know, like blocks of four years, right? So four years later, it's when I launched the cigar um, with the image that my, my daughter designed. Um, so that's, that's the story, you know, uh, can, we, can we produce a cigar that translates someone's personality? I think we can, I think uh, I've done it uh, maybe in certain blends that I that I produce that tells a lot of my personal story, uh, but I think uh, this this specific blend, this specific cigar, does translate uh, her personality or my impression of what her personality. And based on also uh, interviews that I did with with people that are very close to her. Uh, so it was a very special project, man. What can I say? It's, uh, yeah. it's something that's still uh, resonating a lot. And, you know, I, I think people like the cigar. I hope, uh, hope they do. Uh, yeah. But for me, you know, it was, was about just kind of fulfilling my word and, and, and going through with this idea. And I found that that was the right timing. Because that we only found that I think I only got into that point and there are some people watching right now who kind of knows this story in a, in a very deep way because I had produced 8,000 cigars uh, of the, the, what we would say the original Maria Lucia. And then on the 8,000, I noticed that there was something missing in that line of production. There was, uh, are we losing strength? We're losing character, you know, as the tobacco age for uh for a few weeks for a few months and i decided to stop completely and start from ground zero again uh that's that's how important that that project was for me and it's, it is for me well and it's it's a blend that when we i mean we gave we gave very good feedback on that blend at the trade show and interestingly enough i mean not interestingly enough it it makes sense but even even other people um, who work for other cigar companies 
Um, you know, there there was there was a morning that uh, I was having coffee early at one of the PCA trade show mornings. I was having coffee early with some other people, uh, and even blenders and some people from some other cigar companies uh, commented on that that particular cigar and and said how much they enjoyed it. So it it definitely made made an impression on quite a few people. Uh, that's awesome. You know, I, I, I did get a lot of messages too. I'm humbled by by this. Thank you very much for sharing, brother. Uh, I'm humbled by that, you know, and, and again, that's, that's, as I told you before, you know, that's the very reason that I think uh, we all want to continue to, uh, to do what we do, you know, and, and express things that uh, express our, our, our true feelings, express our, our, uh, our true story. You know, every single cigar that we create, there is a story. Some stories are like mind blowing like this one. Some stories are, are very simple stories, but, but stories that resonate with, with people. And that's why we put it out because they are, their stories that are important. I think even the, the story of the Mazignos is a very important story for me. You know, uh, it's something new that we never tried before. It does represent uh, a brand that, that exists. That's, uh, that's the brand of this winery that I'm, a, that I'm, I'm, I'm partner of. But uh, uh, the, the story is that uh, we, I was just basically drinking the wine and, and, and with my partner in Priorat in Spain and uh, we just had this kind of, I, I can even tell, I don't know, I don't remember if it was his idea or my idea. It was an idea that kind of surged from that conversation. Uh, you know, in those moments when you feel like, man, this is so inspiring, there's something here. Let's uh, let's talk more about this, yeah. you know? When, it, when something and, develops organically in the moment. Yeah, so it was very organic. And, uh, and then I said, what if, we approach the manufacturing of of this cigar. You know, what would if we intentionally create a cigar to pair with this uh, this characteristic, this this wine that has this uh, you know characteristic of having high tannins, being very bold. So, what we intentionally develop a product for that, and that's what Mazignosis. It was an intentionally developed cigar to pair with uh, wines that have high tannins. Therefore, have more protein uh, in their composition because there's more skin. Uh, the skin is is thicker, so you have a little more, a uh, little more protein. Uh, so, how can we develop a cigar for that? So that that was the that's the story behind Mazignos, and, and and the friendship between uh, Jerome Ornella and I. I think some of you had a chance to meet Jerome at the trade show. He was there as well guy that I, I know for years that we worked together in a few few ventures out of the scale world. So, uh, yeah, man. <laughs> those well, those I, two I, projects are very intense for me. Very, very intense. So, Luciano, at, at the trade show, you hosted kind of a, um, as you were launching the Mas Insignias at the trade show, you hosted an event at... Uh, um, your your uh, Airbnb for people to come mm -hmm. out and, and try this cigar with wine and went through a pairing and um, had a really great 
great party that I was grateful to be at. Um, the beautiful. I was, thing about I, was that- I was grateful to be there too. Oh wait! <laughs> oh wait! We didn't make it. <laughs> so no, that's Garrett's fault, by the way. It's not yours, Luciano. <laughs> on his so, birthday <laughs> that day it was matt's birthday um we were going to be taking separate vehicles to go out to this <laughs> event um matt had a very frustrating time with uber <laughs> and lyft and it was his birthday and i was excited to, to go to this event on his birthday and as we're we're waiting for, for yeah, Matt, Rebecca, your daughter, comes around and she's asking about somebody's birthday. And I'm with a you know a few of the guys um, um, uh, a, a few other media guys. And Rebecca <laughs> is asking us you know about birthday, and I was like, hey, it's Matt Ty's birthday too. To which she turned around and said. Who the fuck is Matt Ty? <laughs> we all died laughing. It was a great show. I want to thank Rebecca for giving me that wonderful, wonderful story. Um, it has become a little tag that me yeah. and the media guys that were there um, all share together. Unfortunately, Matt um, contacted me a little bit after that and said, fuck Uber. <laughs> I'm going to bed. So, Andrew and I tried. We tried. He just wasn't having it. He, yeah. He didn't have it that night. So, we let him, let him so Matt didn't make but it that, out. But that has, that has become like a secondary catchphrase yeah. around here. I think yeah. we get t-shirts made for next yeah, year. T- t-shirts. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, but can you tell us a little bit about... Um, that that event and that that pairing and how was that received <laughs> you gotta ask people man yeah and i think everybody loved it um uh, i think uh, it was <laughs> it was uh it was a lot of fun uh i think people experienced for real because again we have all, most of the cigar media there right yeah. and th- there are certain things which you guys probably noticed that's that's kind of how I love to confront our own reality is it's with uh, what I call undeniable truths. I things that you and I cannot deny right now. Like for example, that we are talking to each other, that we are in the, how about that cigar? And it's been 55 minutes of the show and I'm here in LAX. You are, so those are things that we can all agree on because they are in our face. We can feel, we can sense, we can smell, right? So the whole idea is, why talking about a story about a cigar that can pair with a wine if I can actually bring people that I love and I can focus on, on them and I can have them experiencing that? So it's not about what I'm telling. It's about what they experience, what they live, what they went through. And I think that night, everybody had the experience to try the cigar with the wine. And uh, and the hope, and I and I think we're able to really demonstrate that the the story behind that cigar was a real story, and I think that that was a game changer, and uh, and I felt I truly felt like throughout the show, 
that spread out and people were talking about the experience they had. And I, th I think it was a huge success, you know. And uh, I think, uh, I don't know how you measure success, right? Uh, but if, if the success is measured by jumping people's pool half naked after midnight, <laughs> uh, I think it was a great success. I agree. <laughs> All right. So now my follow-up, and I know I, you know, my, my previous questions, um, you talked about a great team who's working really hard to um, uh, develop um, your supply chain and from, um, from the, you know, factory to distribution to sales, you've got people working on this. Um, is there any tangibles that you can give us, um, from what people can expect? Um, so from raw materials to, um, distribution, are there numbers, any kind of rough numbers you can give us about what, what people can expect to see? Um, so first let me ask you specifically, are all of your blends and lines going to remain the same? Of course. So, okay. So I'll take this opportunity then to clarify something very important. Uh, I, I've always been responsible for the production of my factory and all the blends are mine. And I was able to secure all my tobacco. I was able to secure our contracts. So all the farms are also under my name. I'll say that again. All the farms are under my name. We secure the tobacco. Uh, we have wrappers to work probably for the next three years. Uh, we have tobacco enough to produce probably for another four or five years. Uh, all the tobaccos are the same. The blends are the same. Uh, and I, I'm going to keep it there. I was going to say the what would be the opposite of this, but I'll not. No. I'll refrain. I just wanted to give, you know, uh, both retailers and consumers, you know, what they can expect in the next few months. Yes. Are, they, are, are they going to see, um, you know, a, a dip in, in numbers and will, um, as you're ramping up and building this, then we'll have more product in a few months. Is there, um, I'm not trying to push you for answers that you may or may not know, but I just want to give people a realistic expectation. So are you going to see me moving here? It's because they're kicking me out of the lounge. They closed the lounge in about 15. But I'm going to continue. Oops. I'm going to continue. And uh, we can continue this conversation because I'm hooked up in my uh, phone anyways. Okay. Uh, but answer your question, brother. Uh, there is uh, what people should expect is that, uh, and I say this very humbly, all right? So the amount, I'm not, I'm not sure if actually Vino is watching this or not, but the amount of uh, expectations that we have right now and the amount of, uh, of people asking, you know, when they can put orders, um, the amount of leads to sale that we have is, is it's, quite, uh, it's quite amazing. Uh, of course, there will be an, an, an adaptation uh, period, you know, because we are... Uh, we, we honestly don't have any data. We don't know. Uh, I know. I know for a fact, and that's something that I can say openly, 
uh, we had more sales than orders we received from our previous partners. Therefore, uh, we have more to deliver from the trade show still. And we don't control that until November 1st. So, of course, there is a, there is a delay. I think the Maria Lucia is sold out almost in 80% of the stores that ordered. Uh, and because the, the cigar was a success and there's people that want to reorder more. And we are, uh, you know, we are catching up. So we are producing. Uh, we are confident, uh, you know, of the quality of the products we produce. Of course, I don't know exactly what that means in terms of, uh, you know, the, the what the adaptation will entail. It might be. It seems to be something that will be very smooth. Uh, we have been covering, you know, all bases. In many fronts, we have the plan uh, A, B, and C, uh, but those are all plans that doesn't change the outcome. I mean, which is producing with quality and producing, uh, you know, the the cigars with the blends and uh, and with the best we can do. So, I think that's what this, people should expect. I think I said that this was a. If I'm not sure it was a dojo. I think. If there is something good that we can that we can learn about all this all those things that are going on, is that at the end the consumer is the one who will benefit the most because we're all gonna try to put our best in everything. I think uh, you know both both companies and uh, and our goal is really to. Uh, Really to surprise people with uh, with new projects, with new things, and a and a impeccable quality. So I'm not going to mention brands, but uh, we have we have one brand that we have a very kind of let, let, let's call it it's a high performing brand that we have, like very very high performing brand. Uh, I was looking into like a, a very simple data, you know, about you know how many. Do we have any complaints about this uh, or, you know, each one of the cigars? Like, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a handmade product. You know, maybe one, one another cigar can have, uh, you know, uh, an issue. Uh, uh, you know, some guy at the factory maybe forgot to pass a mold in a draw master. And then eventually, and I was looking at numbers like of, of, of brands that we sold that's over like half a million. Uh, sold, and then we look at the numbers, and we have like almost uh, you know zero. You know, like uh, the, the the number is ridiculous. Like of of any uh, any complaint with the quality, and and you can only attest the quality when you have that those type of volume. You know, like when if you're producing like twenty thousand cigars a year, it, you know you can still have some problems, but it's kind of easy for you to perform. Uh, you know, you know, in, in the cigars and make sure that they have the best quality as possible because it's small production. Now, when you start manufacturing cigars that over 300,000, 400,000 a year per brand, then, you know, and, and you deliver that type of consistency, that, that proves that you have a very solid uh, manufacturing, very, very solid construction. So we are, we are very confident that people will, will, will notice that this this won't change. Uh, in fact, I believe that's going to always get better. 
Yeah, that's good. That's good to hear. So, do you are you are you at a elevator? Do you have to jump in an elevator there? Yeah, but it's fine. It might, it might lose me for a few seconds. <laughs> okay. Well, if if we lose you, you can just reconnect. Uh, but I think uh, Garrett, is it? Is oh, it yeah. time? It is time. All right. It is now time for this week's numero de los muertos. All right. And as always, on How About That Cigar Live, Numero de los Muertos is brought to us by our friends at Smoke In. Numero de los Muertos, episode 177. Garrett, what do you have for us this week? All right. This week, uh, again, uh, I will remind people, if you decide to Google this, you will find the answer. So <laughs> I ask that you keep those who Google out of the comments. It's a very specific story that is easily found. Okay. okay. So. If, if you want to play along, honestly, welcome you to do so. If you cheat and you're a dirty cheater, <laughs> don't be a dirty cheater. Let's let's numero, let's keep the integrity of Numero de los yes. Let's keep the yeah. integrity and lay off the Google foo. All right. <laughs> there was a man in 1982 in New Mexico. I was born in 1982. Oh. <laughs> <Go ahead. laughs> who used this um gosh i i ran this through my head earlier to make sure so he used this on this that fell on him <laughs> and died and it's not that right and it is definitely not that okay so some guy in 1982 used a thing mm -hmm. that caused another thing to fall on him mm -hmm. and died. Um, what thing can cause the thing to fall? A chainsaw? Mm -mm. An axe? Mm -mm. Was it outdoors or indoors? Outdoors. Okay. Used a thing to make another thing fall on him, and he died. And this is one one person. One person. Yep. Um, our vote is also <laughs> <laughs> very popular guess. Uh, I don't know. I, I I don't I don't think it lines up. I'm always <laughs> we appreciate a skip. We need a ladder. And it's not autoerotic asphyxiation. No, it is not. It is oh. not. Okay. 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 Well, let me get that out of the way. <laughs> and it's not uh, Niagara Falls. It is not Niagara Falls. <laughs> uh, it is not a hammock. Um, it is not a crane. Is it a rope? It is not a rope. 
Are vehicles involved? Vehicles are not involved. Hmm. Did this take place in the United States? Yeah, I said it, uh, New Mexico. Oh, you did. You, New Mexico? Mm-hmm. Well, I suppose it would have to be New Mexico because Mexico is not part of the United States. I'm and I smart. will say this. The, really thing that, the thing that fell on him only happens in Arizona, New Mexico, and that northern part of Mexico. A chupacabra. Ooh, I love it, but no. No, okay. A cactus? It is a cactus. Oh. Is that what fell? It is. Oh, okay. So what did he use to... How do you make a cactus fall? Okay. Um, Another cactus? No. (laughs) Raul says Mexican. (laughs) He's just talking about his family. That's a, oh. por- a Puerto Rican? <laughs> no. No. Um, is the location relevant? Hmm. Well, now now that we know it's a cactus. Yeah. Um, One of our YouTube commenters, FD, says gun. Can you? It is a gun. gun. A gun? Uh, you m- use a Wait, gun what? to make a cactus fall down? Please tell How me. does that happen? David Grunman in 1982 fired several close range shots with a shotgun at a sanguaro cactus. This cacti, which stood 26 feet tall. Whoa, 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 whoa. 26 (laughs) feet tall for one cactus? Yep. What? Dropped a four foot branch on top of him, impaling his head. And also crushing him to death. Oh boy! I agree with Skip. That's Darwin. That's Darwin Award material there. That, that absolutely is. And Luciano just missed. I am back. This You're is back. this is not just uh, this is not just a uh, a cigar show. This is like uh, uh, what they call it? reality TV, man. Yeah, <laughs> this is reality TV. I just I just moved to a different lounge, so as you can see, okay. I'm at oh, the nice. X in a, nice. a, a different lounge now. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm sorry, I, I, I missed the numerous de los muertos. What was tonight? Yeah, Garrett, fill fill Luciano in because that was a really interesting one. So a man in 1982 fired several shots from his shotgun at close range on a sanguaro cactus which stood uh, 26 feet tall, dropping a four-foot branch, impaling his head and ultimately crushing him. Oh, Jesus. Like, so, who, who, would, who would know this? <laughs> <laughs> did, did anyone find this out? Or? Yeah, yeah. Um, we had a, I mean, Matt guessed cactus. I guessed cactus, but I didn't guess the method of... of of uh the fd had it first yeah it was one yeah. of our youtube yeah. commenters yeah that's fun that's that, uh yeah. that's interesting yeah i would never i would never figure that out yeah i don't know why what would possess somebody to fire a shotgun at the base of a cactus <laughs> i'm thinking budweiser yeah i think uh, it's probably well, modelo or something like that or tecate or, or dos Equis, i mean or Rona. it was 
It was ayahuasca. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it, was, it was, after all, New Mexico. Maybe. Yeah. So somebody's out there doing some magic mushrooms, and they're like, hey, I'm going to fire my shotgun at this cactus. You see the size of that chicken? <laughs> oh, my gosh. That was one of the wackiest numero de los muertos ever. So, so nice. more of the story. I, I got more options of beer here. Way more options. Well, that's always good to have help, more options. Help, help me, help, you want to help me pick? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So you have Firestone Walker. We have this uh, Japanese uh, Asahi. We have the Hope Ground, the German, two German beers. Look at that. Both uh, Weiss beer. Oh, that that Weistefaner, that Weistefaner is is fantastic. Yeah, that's that's, that's one of my favorites. It's really smooth. That's one of my favorites. I love. Uh, my brother introduced me to that beer, and I love it. There we go. There we go. Cheers. 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 What are you guys drinking? Uh, I've got some lovely uh, Barbados rum. Plantation rum given to me by my lovely friend Raul Ramos. I've got a Rector root beer. Uh, I, I love Raul, by the way. A great, great guy. <laughs> yeah, we, we'll keep him around. We like him. <laughs> um, is, is, oh, is, oh. is Raul with you, Garrett? Yeah, he's right there with Garrett. Yeah, I'm on the road in Ohio and uh, we uh, drove down together. And uh, Raul did not get much sleep last night because of hey oh <laughs> be snoring. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, the snoring, right? Snoring, sure. Snoring. Mm. Yeah. Let me see. Yeah. Oh, geez. So was 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 he snoring too much that that uh, that he could not sleep with his own snore, or he's talking about you guys are kind of sharing room and. <laughs> yeah no he was a he was a bit of a crabby pants this morning um but we bought earplugs for him today so that's the way man. i always carry earplugs with me too you know just in case have you ever have you ever kind of woke your uh, with your own snore oh i do yes. all the time yeah. Yeah. So you guys are uh, bad snorers. I just want to, this, this was a catch. I just want to know if you really snore, because if you wake up with your own snores, because you snore really bad. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I have sleep apnea, but my puppy decided he really liked my CPAP tube, which he destroyed. So oh, um, I'm getting that replaced soon, so I don't die. Well, and as, as somebody who has shared a hotel room with Garrett, I can attest that the it's not it's not even snoring it's it's more like these vicious wolf like like inhaling yelps is the best way i i mean it's it's horrifying it's it sounds like it sounds like night of the living dead so anyways <laughs> just uh, make sure you touch yeah. base with us in the morning make sure you're still alive <laughs> Yeah, have Raul text me and make sure you're still good. I think I think snoring is a good way to test friendships and also marriages. 
<laughs> it'll it'll test a marriage. My really, wife's put up with my snoring you really for know if your years. wife loves you if she's if she stands you you know yeah my wife's put up with my snoring for 25 years that's what i'm talking about my um, too, 25 and uh oh did we close out the no we didn't close it out that was this week's numero de los muertos <laughs> All right, let's jump into the lightning round and the lightning round brought to us by our friends at J.C. Newman Cigar Company, America's oldest family-owned premium cigar maker, creators of the popular Prickhouse, Perla Del Mar, Diamond Crown, and the American J.C. Newman Cigar Company operates out of their 112-year-old El Relo Cigar Factory in historic Cigar City, Tampa, Florida. For more information on their cigars or their visitor experience, please visit jcnewman.com. Calm. All right, so some fresh lightning round questions for Luciano since he's been on the show a couple times. So, Luciano, let's say you're at a cigar bar one night and it's karaoke night. If you had one song to choose that you get up and sing at karaoke night in front of everybody, what's the one song you're going to pick? Uh, probably like in Portuguese, I would get one of my songs from my teenage years probably like bossa nova i'll probably sing you know this one i'll sing wave oh oh i love it i love you it you know the one i'm talking about yeah. i do i do and i want to be there when you're singing it absolutely <laughs> i'll 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 play uh I'll, I'll play i'll be on the congas in the background and just add a little ambiance by the way that. if you don't know this Matt Ty uh, can sing really, really well. I'm just saying, you know, if, if, in case the audience doesn't know that. I don't know if did I play any of my stuff for you? No, you sang you sang the Brazilian song. Uh, oh yeah. You actually, uh, sang at your uh, uh, music school, uh, your thesis yeah. in your music school, which I. I, I, I forgot that the, the song. Well, I, I actually know the the melody. I just forgot the name of the song. It's uh, Felicidade. Or Felicidad. Uh, that's right. However however you pronounce it. You know how to pronounce it better than I do. Ah, uh, Felicidade como. I love that song. I love that song so much. <laughs> I will never grow tired of that song. Um, okay, so let's say... Let's say you could have an unlimited supply of one thing for the rest of your life. Now, obviously, we're going to say you can't choose money, cigars, or time. But anything else, you can choose one thing that to have an unlimited supply of forever. Uh, wine. Chateau Margot oh. for the rest of my life. That's a great answer. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, it would it would be good not to ever have to worry about yeah, a supply. Come on, Ro, how cheesy. Love. Of course, <laughs> love. love. He's, he's talking about materialistic things. Yeah, love is a he's given. Talking about, he's, uh, he's talking about later once yeah. they get back to the room. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, Garrett, hit, hit, hit us with the, the new favorite. All right, Looch. The zombies are coming. 
you get to choose three industry people to be on your zombie apocalypse survival team. Who are the three and why? I have their name. And I knew this question was going to be asked tonight. And I'll say it from the bottom of my heart. I know that I think there was kind of five or six guys that came to your show. And they all said Christian Aroa because he has an airplane. So they can fly or or they would, or I think there was another guy which he said because they have guns or something. I would actually pick someone that has the brains because all you need uh, is creative ways to kind of, you know, deal with the situation. And so if you have the brains, you can find the stuff you need. You can find the guns, you can find the airplane. If you have people that can strategize well. So I'm going to pick one of the guys that I consider one of the most intelligent in this industry. All right. I'm talking about a more like a gen, uh, general intelligence, I'm not just talking about cigars. I'll actually okay. uh, pick Skip Martin. Skip Martin. That's, I'll pick Skip. That's, and I'll pick that's Skip. been a relatively Skip popular is, answer. Is it? I didn't know. Yeah. Well, mm. people know he's got guns. <laughs> but he's also got he's also oh. got. No, he does. He does have a lot of guns, but but the reason I would pick Skip is because I think he's uh, he's a smart guy. So we, and if we can have like two brains working together to find solutions, uh, that's definitely someone I would pick in our industry. All right, who else? <laughs> so he picked someone. <laughs> who else? Uh, can I pick some someone more? Uh, I'll pick probably. I don't know, man. Someone that has resources. Uh, Maybe, uh, I don't know, Carlito. Carlito also has an airplane. The guy kind yeah. of travels all over, has a lot of connections everywhere. So that'll be, a, that'll be someone that I'll, that I'll love to have a, at my side, too. Absolutely. Uh, and one, one last uh, I'll, one. I'll, one last one. I would pick, uh, I would pick, uh, Peter Gross from. ATL cigars. Oh yeah. Okay. Nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going. I'm going for brains here. Talking about notables. That guy. Uh, he was like a, in a very kind of high executive position with Atsa, uh doing all the, the the international partnerships for this mega, you know, uh, blue chip, uh, you know, insurance company, and, and that guy managed so many things at the same time. He's a guy who will find a solution. <laughs> nice. I love it. I also love uh, FD's answer. That's a really good uh, dream team, too. Dion, Pete, and Matt Booth. Yeah. Yeah, good choices there. Mm -hmm. I like it. Yeah, but I, I think the question was not about <laughs> making cigars, right? It was, it was about, like, you know, oh, yeah. the chaotic situation of save your, yep. your, your ass. So you need absolutely oh, yeah. to be creative and find. So, okay. Yeah, it has nothing to do with cigars. Absolutely. Yeah, if you want, uh, if you need a pile of money to light a fire with and a $5 million lighter to start it. Absolutely. That's, yeah. I mean, when you're in a crisis situation, you want the $5 million lighter. <laughs> All right. So let's jump into the, You will never live with Joe. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this, brother. 
definitely Joe is one of them too. If I have to pick one more, I'll pick Joe. That that, that guy, I'll tell you, man, he's uh, he's a uh, he's a quite interesting, <laughs> quite interesting guy. <laughs> All right, let's jump into this week's uh, notable smokables. Notable smokables brought to us by Luciano Cigars. Notable cigars, notable passion, notable purpose. Uh, so you know the drill on this one. We we name a cigar that we smoked recently that was notable to us. It could be from our own portfolio, or it could be something that somebody else makes, uh, and it could also be something that's you know been on the market forever that we tried in the, for the first time in a long time, or or something brand new. So Luciano, is there something you smoked recently that really caught your interest? Can I mention two? Absolutely. Uh, Alma. The Fuego uh, from Placencia. This is something that I was like, it's almost like that cigar keeps getting better and better. Like every year he gets, uh, you know, comparing from when he launched 2020, I think it was, to right now, I think is uh, it's just like every cigar smoke is just, you know, it gets better and better. He has this very uh, unique uh, blend that he uses a lot of on the tepe, which I love. Um, and I think the second one, uh, it was actually uh, a cigar that uh, I, I smoked this about like two or two to three months ago, actually. Uh, it was a cigar that Skip has been working with uh, with Ernesto recently. And I, I had oh, the, yeah. the opportunity to, to uh, I think it's the Queen Questionario. I had the opportunity to smoke that blend at the early stages. I'm not even sure if the blend uh, stays exactly that the same. It seems like it's, it's the same or similar. Uh, it was like uh, mind blowing. It was, was was like really 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 good. I think people will be really impressed with that cigar when it comes out. Yeah, that looks like a really cool project. Definitely. Yeah. Um, Garrett, what was uh, notable for you this week? Well, Minnesota was honored to have Sin Coburn um, in town. And did a couple events, and I smoked a dissident Molotov, and it was delicious. Um, she puts on a, a great event, making a, a great product, and doing really cool things with dissident. So, um, love that cigar. Very nice. Very nice, Justin. Did you have a notable this week? Uh, yeah, the German engineered cigars, mm. Ramzeit. Nice. I was uh, had the one yesterday, I think, for breakfast. With the Bless coffee. you. Um, my notable this week was, and I'm going to give two different pronunciations because I'm not sure which is correct, but the new one from Illusione, the, it's either the Allegria or the Allegria. I don't know. I don't know which way they're pronounced, but the, it's the Allegria. Allegria. And I, I thought it was a very nice cigar. What, what did you say, Luciano? Allegria means happiness. Happiness. Yeah, I thought yeah, it was a nice plan. Uh, yeah. And uh, nice in the, I mean, Lonsdale size. I love it. So, yeah, it was a really, really nice blend. Uh, so that was this week's Notable Smokables, brought to us by Luciano Cigars, improving lives through fine cigars. Visit LucianoCigars.com to learn more. Uh, so now time for some coming attractions on How About That Cigar Live. 
And those are brought to us by our friends at AJ Fernandez. They now produce unparalleled premium cigars in Esteli, Nicaragua. The AJ Fernandez portfolio of cigars provides a blend strength and flavor profile to match the preferences of any premium cigar consumer. Whether it's New World, Dias de Gloria, San Latano, Enclave, or Bayas Artes, you are sure to be satisfied with a premium cigar from AJ Fernandez. So coming up next Monday night on the show, we have Alec Cuevas from Casa Cuevas Cigars. And then look, we we may or may not have a show on Halloween. It's a holiday and we may have family stuff going on, but we may put something together. We'll see. Just stay tuned for more information about that. Uh, but then going into the month of November, starting us out on November the 7th, we have Jeffrey Amendola coming back for his second appearance on How About That Cigar Live. Uh, so, Luciano, if you would, please give our viewers and listeners an idea. Where's the best place for them to keep up with everything going on with Luciano Cigars? I think the best place uh, would be LucianoCigars.com, uh, our social media pages, which is uh, uh, at Luciano Cigars. Our Facebook page, which is also at, uh, at Luciano Cigars, uh, and just kind of keep following us on social media. Keep uh, you know, keep following us uh, you know uh, on on all the all the media outlets. Uh, you know, we, we're gonna keep everybody posted. Uh, and you know, November first is an important date for all of us because that's the date that we officially launch our our distribution. So more news to come. Uh, so we are excited about this future. I must say that yesterday was one of the greatest days of my life. A day before it was tough, but yesterday was the greatest days of my life just to see the, this, this amazing uh, army uh, of intelligent, good uh, people of goodwill working together to create one of the greatest uh, cigar companies uh, that was uh, ever out there. And I, and I truly believe they, they're doing this out of a profound passion for what they do. And I'm honored that uh, I have those guys uh, working with us. No, that's, that's fantastic. Always great to have, have a good team around you and supporters. Um, Luciano, thank you so much for being our guest on uh, episode 177 of How About That Cigar Live. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thanks for the opportunity. Uh, I'm always here. Thank you. Uh, so for our viewers and listeners, guys, we want to thank you again so much for watching and listening to How About That Cigar Live. Take just a minute, if you would, please, on YouTube and click on the big red subscribe button and follow us on Facebook so you don't miss anything we have going on. If you're listening on the audio podcast, make sure that you subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. And if you enjoy what you hear, thank you so much for a big, fat five-star rating. We appreciate those so much. Um, if you guys have questions, you can email us at the website, howaboutthatcigar.com. Follow us on all social media at HBT Cigar. And of course, until we see you next time, burn cigars, not bridges. Thanks, guys. See ya. Thanks, everybody.